are you going? The party's just begun. Party? What party? Let's party! <laughs> Night of the Demons. Welcome back to the VHS Files. If you're new here, welcome. If you're coming back, thanks for coming back and watching us. Tonight we're talking about Night of the Demons from 1988. We've got Eric and Jason, as usual, and from the YouTube channel, From the Deep, I want to welcome Brett and Mike. What's up, yes. hey, what's up, guys? Up. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. If you like our channel, you guys would probably love From the Deep's channel. So I reached out and said, hey, let's do something together. And Night of the Demons is what the roulette wheel landed on, I guess. Sounds about right. <laughs> it is worth noting I'm far more into crappy old horror movies than he is. <laughs> so forcing him to watch crappy old horror is one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, well, that's I would say Jason and I are into crappy old horror movies a little more than Eric. Eric likes them. He just hasn't watched them right. all. Right. <laughs> he, Eric's here to get his horror education. We keep giving him shit about that. Uh, I think I think he's about to get his diploma to move up to junior high. I think he might be moving to junior high by now. Uh, I, I guess it's good that you're letting me move up. I, I, uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of movies, but... You guys are the gatekeepers to fandom. and uh... It doesn't count if they're not crappy old horror movies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Well, I want to throw it over to you guys for a second. Tell us a little bit about you, you guys and your channel. Good evening. Allow me to introduce myself. I'll let Brett go first here. Yeah, Count Dingleberry, the flaming asshole of Transylvania. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, uh, that's, that's great because I was just sitting here completely expecting you to be silent while you took over. So <laughs> awesome. You son of a bitch! So, no, we, uh, like you said, we, uh, we run From the Deep uh, on YouTube. It's uh, movie reviews. We end up doing, uh, we end up doing a lot of horror, but we do try to uh, diversify it a little bit with uh, other genres, which a lot of the times are just subgenres of horror. It's um, a lot like and, us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but uh, as far as the personal life thing goes, uh, I'm actually a uh, camera operator and uh, editor um, uh, for a living. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. I just work and make YouTube videos with this guy down here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Mike. Uh... Yeah, so uh, I, I'm Mike. I'm uh, go by Mike the Finder on YouTube. I have a vlog channel that I've been doing for several years, um, and that's kind of where the podcast started. And uh, at some point, it became kind of clear that the vlog and the podcast were two very different audiences, and so we moved it over to its own channel. And that is what we've been working on for the last year or so. Um, we've known each other forever. And so it's just, like I said earlier, it's one of my favorite things to force him to watch crappy movies that he doesn't like. Um, and so we, we sort of trade back and forth on what movies we're going to do. And we, he, he tends to get me back on watching stuff I don't like either. There's and a so segment just... of the cancel culture coming for people like you one day. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movies do you not like, Mike? Um, mostly I really don't like action stuff. I'm not huge into sci-fi. I hate Star Wars, like with, with, with an actual. Okay. Action. Good night. <laughs> See you later. We're out of here. <laughs> That's one of the more, um, the bigger things that I really don't like, but it's, it's mostly stuff like that. He's, he's a much bigger hey, fan of what I would call blockbusters. <laughs> yeah. It he does is, feel he, that way. <laughs> he is the Highlander. He is the only yeah. one. I'm yeah. not it's, huge into Star Wars either. I, I wouldn't say I hate it, but I, I, I'm not I'm not a super fan like these guys are. 
Yeah. I mean, that's fair. It's, it, I don't know. I, I grew up watching it a little bit, but for the most part, I just, it's sci-fi is just not something I can get into really. Um, mm. Horror is the thing I've always obsessed. So when you say, what about horror sci-fi? I was gonna say, when you say sci-fi, do you mean uh, just like uh, the the more like highbrow sort of sci-fi stuff? Are you into? I mean, obviously, Alien is a horror movie in my opinion. So right. I mean, when I say that, I'm talking about more like Battlestar and Star Trek and Star Wars and that that kind of stuff. Yeah, Um, I really like stuff like um, Alien and The Thing and, you know, light sci-fi horror, stuff like that. I really, really love. So okay, it's good. that straight Phew. sci-fi that I can't Phew. get into. We're still we're still on the same page, buddy. So far, yeah, it, but can we all can we all agree that Life Force sucks, though? Jesus, yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I can't argue that. I I like these guys. <laughs> good because you got like two hours that you're stuck with us. So. <laughs> Well, we're in luck tonight because tonight we're talking a crappy horror movie. In some people's opinion, we're talking Night of the Demons from 1988, uh, directed by Kevin S. Tenney. And uh, Eric, we're going to throw it over to you so you can take us back in time to Well, Josh, in 1988, you'd load up on hairspray, roll up your jeans, and hop into your friend's dad's brand new GMC Sierra 1500 extended cab pickup. Yeah. You'd crank that radio dial to songs like Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison or Brett Michaels. <laughs> no, Brett Michaels. No, no, we're not doing it. This will not be a thing. Just to be clear, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so then... You'd head on down to the theater to see the latest horror movie like The Blob, Child's Play, or, or Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. yes. 1988 saw the table saw saw table tennis in the Olympics for the first time. Uh, they actually tried making sun tanning an Olympic sport once, but nobody could do better than bronze. <laughs> okay, you 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 had me there for a second. I'm not gonna lie. In its third edition, the uh, the Air Jordan brand debuted the iconic Jumpman logo in 1988. Uh, there was also a pretty horrible fire uh, at one of the plants making the the Nike Jordans as well. Uh, over a thousand souls were lost. Real tragic stuff there. Uh, Prince Charles, now King Charles as you guys may know, was nearly killed by an avalanche in 1988. Uh, Apparently, he heard a rumble, and then it was all downhill from there. (laughs) So, uh, finally, even toothpaste fucking rocked in 1988. Hit it, Josh. It's rock music. (laughs) I don't think that's a good enough explanation for what I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm like, wow. There you go. (laughs) See? Toothpaste rocks, and it's got glitter. This, does it have so, acid in it? This would have made me want to buy got, toothpaste. It's got acid and glitter in it. It's definitely got cocaine in it. It's 1988. <laughs> yes, everything was laced with cocaine in 1988. No wonder I want to go back so bad. I- <laughs> Thanks for taking us back to 1988, Eric. And now we're going to start talking about Night of the Demons a little bit. I'm going to go over some box office stuff here. Uh, I couldn't find a budget for this movie, weirdly. I did. You did? Okay. I what did. was it? 
estimated at one million dollars because they said it made three times as all right well yeah, yeah. 3.1 million dollar box office so i wouldn't call this a, a flop by any by any regards um now when you look at rotten tomatoes different story um critics 36 percent on rotten tomatoes and an audience score of 55%. I honestly thought the critic score would be a little higher on this one, but maybe I'm playing my hand a little bit about this movie. So, uh, but I was a little shocked to find out about that. How, how do you guys feel about those scores? Do you think they're high, low, or right where they need to be? I mean, I think they're pretty close. <laughs> I think that for for what this movie is, that's pretty good. This is a very specialized have to be into shitty horror movies in order to like really enjoy. So, I mean, at the risk of like, giving away how i felt about it i think those are both really low they both feel really low. Ah, well i might be right there with you brett to be honest so um wow I, 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 I feel like one of the redeeming qualities of this movie is that it knows exactly what it is and it invested the time money and effort into all of the correct yes, areas yes yes i completely agree with you definitely that's a great point i i as far as the 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 Rotten Tomatoes things, I, I wasn't listening. So I don't know <laughs> what you said. So God, we'll that just move on. Refreshing. I'll leave you in suspense then, sir. <laughs> well, this was directed by Kevin S. Tenney, and this was his second film, his first film being Witchboard in 1986. I've not... I like that I've movie. I've not seen that yeah, movie. Great movie. I have not seen that one. Great movie. <clears throat> that was not too Add bad. Add it to the list, Holmes. It's already on it, my friend. <laughs> Night of the Demons is a little bit different from Witchboard from what I understand. Again, I haven't seen it, but to hear Kevin S. Tinney talk, um, this was this was a very different movie than that one, so he felt a little awkward going in and directing this one. After Night of the Demons, he would go on to do Witch Trap, uh, Peacemaker, Witchboard 2, The Devil's Doorway, and Pinocchio's Revenge in 1996, which I, ha <laughs> I haven't seen that either. So, All right. That was a movie when I was a kid. You went into the video store and you always saw Pinocchio's face on the box yep. uh, art there. And you're like, I want to watch this movie. And I, I don't think I ever did. Definitely a notorious VHS I box for sure. Yeah, because it's a creepy looking Pinocchio on the front of it. I've never heard of this movie and I've never wanted to watch something more. <laughs> yes. I mean... Every time you watch it, you always had that, you know, the, the crazy horror movie box art. But that one was always there. And, you know, you, you search it through and you're like, Pinocchio's Revenge? Well, that was one of the greatest things about the 80s and the 90s was the box art on these tapes, man. That, well, the tagline's amazing, too. Evil comes with strings attached. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I'm watching this. It's, it's just It just made our list as well. So look for that in the future on the VHS files. Yeah. You cut my strings, I cut your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, did you write for this movie? <laughs> uh, that's just a little taste of where we're going to go in a segment a little later, guys. <laughs> the The beginning of this movie starts with an animated title sequence, which was done by a Disney animator, which I found kind of kind of shocking. She oh, worked for cool. Disney, and it was inspired by one of the segments from Fantasia. Oh, I must say that my inspiration was Night, of, uh, Night on Bald Mountain from Fantasia, I love. It's like one of my favorite animated pieces. It cost a lot of money to do an animation for this title sequence back in 1988, and they wanted to save money and just do like a short segment and then black card with white titles over it. But once they saw the initial setup for the, the opening, they were like, okay, let's go ahead and do this. Well, the other thing about the production here is this movie was originally called Halloween Party. Which was called Halloween Party at the time. And uh, Mustafa Akkad was not having that shit and shut, shut that down real fast. 
Uh, and the funny thing is, is they had already done the animation with Halloween Party in in it. So they had to go back and redo everything and, and like kind of plaster over the title and put Night of the uh, Night of the Demons in there. They weren't very happy about that, to say the least. Yeah, that's like a pickup shoot from hell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important to note that the animation is kind. It's like not really animation. Like there aren't like full animated movements really we're we just have like static images that are that are moving and like panning i mean it definitely does explain why it's so halloween centric yeah, yeah. yes yeah. it is very yeah and you know it opens with a, a pumpkin and a jack-o'-lantern and all that stuff so yeah i was kind of I, I had never heard of this movie so i was kind of surprised when this kicks on we got like the all the halloween imagery and the animation I'm like oh this is a halloween movie like i didn't even know it, that's what it was yeah, well, that's what I think the opening really like succeeds at is like, you know, from the get go, or at least you have a really good inkling that this is going to be a Halloween movie because it looks like old crappy Halloween decoration. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. And I love the dissolve into the jack-o'-lantern on top of the car, too. I think that looks really good. Yeah. It's yeah. like flawless, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is on purpose, but the very first animation on the moon really looks like one of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> Ooh, like I didn't think about that. Everything. Yeah. Like I sat there and I, as soon as I saw that in my notes, I wrote killer tomato reference period. Awesome. Capital letters. <laughs> well, I, I think there's a lot of things they may be pulling some references from in this movie. We'll, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it when we get into talking about the movie, but Kevin S. Tenney, you know, him and the writer, which I don't have his name in front of me, but it's Joe, Augustine. Joe Augustine, uh, apparently they didn't, I, to hear them tell it, it's not that they didn't get along, but there was a lot of back and forth about the, the decisions that were made in, in the production of this movie. And um, they were very upset about having to change the name from Halloween Party to Night of the Demons. But I think Night of the Demons still works. Uh, you know, it, it kind of takes away from lending to the Halloween aspect of the whole movie. But I still think Night of the Demons gets the point of the cross. Uh, but they... Demon Knight. Uh, yeah, well, Demon Knight came Hell ten, Knight. 10 years later or so. Demon Wind. <laughs> well, I'm just talking about, like, the names for, like, Halloween Night. True. You know, like, you got, like, right? Like, all the different, like, nicknames for Halloween Night, right? Well, they apparently didn't want to go with your traditional slasher. Um, Kevin S. Tenney had done Witchboard in the middle of the slasher craze, and it was a very different type of movie from the slashers that were out around this time. So with this one, they wanted to do a, a slasher, but not your traditional one. So therefore, they kind of played into the whole aspect of um, it's not just one killer. You're, you've got you know a killer, and then the, 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 the people start to dwindle, and then your antagonists start to multiply, uh, which, you know— very relative to zombie movies and things of that nature. But um, sure, yeah. this one takes a little bit of a different or evil dead. We're going to talk about evil dead. Don't worry, Eric, we're going to get there. <laughs> oh yeah. Calm <laughs> down. Pump the brakes, Sam Raimi. <laughs> they originally had Judy, the main character. They had her in a red riding hood outfit, which they ended up changing to the Alice in Wonderland for good reason. Uh, Kevin S. Tinney thought a lot of the things in the story didn't make a whole lot of sense. The house is possessed, but it can't unlock the door, but it can make the cotter pins come out of the door so that the demons can knock it down. It was a valid inquiry. <laughs> yes. I mean, they could close every door in the house at once right. as well. <laughs> well, and my, 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 my favorite part is even after the bolts come out, the lock still stops them for a minute. <laughs> and so instead of just pushing it from the other side and maybe like putting your fucking waiting doing a little bit they're like 
confounded by this boltless oh, yeah. door. Well, I mean, shit, you had Stooge on the other side of the door, so that, that dude could have got through there. No problem. You could tell this guy didn't do a lot of horror movies because he's thinking about these things when horror fans are really suspending disbelief and will believe anything you put yeah. in a horror movie. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, I still think it was a great decision. Um, unfortunately, well, thematically, it makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. it helps yeah. the movie. I, I think the costuming in this movie is another thing that helps it. I mean, I, I love all the costuming in this. I'm sorry, Jason, yeah. they took the Red Riding Hood yeah. outfit away because then you don't get your werewolf fantasy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That's true. That's a me and my me and my werewolf friends are uh, disappointed. In case you guys don't know, Jason's very into werewolves, almost sexually too. <laughs> <laughs> sexually wow is this is this a jason deep dive is that what we're doing here did you go hey we're gonna do an intervention with two fucking strangers i mean who wouldn't want to make out when anna paquin is a werewolf hello Me. yeah i mean to be fair the end of that movie is i i get it guys guys i'm leaning towards team jason yeah, see, on this one see mike gets I get it. it i get mike it mike gets yeah, it i get it not just anna so. paquin in that movie all the werewolf girls in that movie oh yeah all the girls yeah hello but you were talking about the costuming being cool i also appreciated the lack of costumes at points mm. in this movie too <laughs> What do you mean to have points in this movie? Every it's the whole movie! <laughs> well, the other thing I wanted to bring up in the production is no CGI, no no computer-generated graphics in this movie. Everything yeah. practical, other than, obviously, some composite shots with the house and things of that nature. But as far as the makeup goes, transformations, all of that stuff, every bit of it practical. The special effects are fucking incredible. Yeah. In yeah. This. They are good. You can thank Steve Johnson, who did the uh, makeup for Fright Night. Who did the F, the FX? You can tell. You can absolutely tell. You can tell. <laughs> yeah. Look at wow, the mouth. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. When they go full fang demon, you're like, that's that, that's definitely well, frightening. He, he right had there. worked on American <laughs> Werewolf in London. He's worked with Rob Bu yeah. uh, Rob Boutine. He worked on Ghostbusters. So this guy had been kind of second fiddle to a lot of the big names that were coming up, and then he got this job, and he got a little cocky with it. It's like this is my breakout film. We're gonna do it how I want it, the way I want it, when I want it, as many times as I want it, until, God damn it, I'm happy. He's the person you let have free reign on a movie yeah. like this. Yeah, and, and he could finally get the one effect he's been trying to get into every movie, and he couldn't quite get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you guys could maybe guess which one. <laughs> it was a little off the wall, didn't make sense for Ghostbusters. Right. Well, it would have made it. It, it might have made sense in the cutscene from Ghostbusters with the with the with the ghost blowjob. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, but it, not only did he get to do everything he wanted, then he got to do Linnea Quigley because he went on to marry her. Yeah, after it was this. his first wife. Yeah. Oh, yep. oh, really? Wow. Yeah. He talks about oh, in the special yeah. features how when he was doing makeup and everything, and he'd be doing makeup on her, and they're just kind of looking back and forth in each other's eyes, and he's like, "There was just a spark there." Because Linnea has. Very nice big tits. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was just something so attractive about her after I put on the fourth scab and the yellow teeth in her mouth. Yeah. So yeah, the uh the the scene that Eric is referring to, the nipple scene, was very much uh, inspired and kind of uh put to uh, made from the um James Woods uh stomach vagina, if you'll if you want, from video from Videodrome. Sure, he, which is great. That makes sense. He had worked on. I'm sorry, I just can't hear. I can't. I can't hear James Woods' names without hearing. And you've got James Woods. 
<laughs> I can't hear James Wood's names without going. Did I give you wood? Mahogany. Mahogany. <laughs> Mahogany. I just try to not think of his tweets. Uh, well, generally. I, I've never seen. Yeah, he's oh. generally not a great person. <laughs> never seen anything he's tweeted, so I'll stay away from that. Oh, one. you're lucky. Yeah. Well, hey, he's something let, else. Well, let me ask. So we could get into the history of this movie. I mean, when did everybody see this movie? Three hours ago. Sunday. <laughs> so Sunday for Brett. Mike, when was your first watch? No, 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 no. Mine was three hours ago. Oh. Like, he, oh. Said, oh. he said Sunday. I, I know goddamn well that's not the only time he's watched this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> the first time I saw this was. Oh, him. Oh, I thought Mike said Sunday. And I was like, no, nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Eric was probably Sunday. Why does no, this the... guy not believe me? <laughs> yeah. The like... first time I saw this, I was probably about 14, 15 years old. I spent a lot of time in movies, like renting movies and stuff when I was younger. Yep. Dude. Uh, and this is I can only the... imagine seeing this at that age. <laughs> Yeah, oh, dude. that's about what I saw. I it. wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. To be I fair, seen it that's the age. only way you should be seeing this movie of fourteen is in your fucking imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have seen this at fourteen or or, or 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 earlier. I mean, I've seen movies that are far worse than this, a lot younger. Oh. And oh, but yeah. this one is one that I I never really. It was never on my radar. I never thought to pick it up in the video store. Never saw it on TV. So my first watch of this was probably about ten years ago, and. I remember that first watch. I thought I was like, "Wow, I, I, why have I never seen this before?" Let's party. Jason, when was your first watch? Yeah, I mean, I was a, yeah, I was a teenager. I mean, this movie came in nineteen eighty-eight. Shoot, I was, I didn't see it when it first came out. I would only been like eleven, but uh, I think I saw it on HBO, like late night, you know, horror movies. HBO used to do that later at night. They would play a lot of old horror movies and stuff like that. And I remember seeing it, and I'm like. Whoa, boobs. <laughs> what? A boob. And then you get to see Linnea Quigley, which she just like, I'm not going to do boobs. I'm going to show you everything. And, you know, at 14 years old, you're like, hello. So, uh, well, since you mentioned that, Jason, I mean, we got to go to this, go to the, the main man here, the pube, the pube guy. Yeah. Josh, Mr. What'd you pubes, think? I mean, you saw pubes, Josh. <laughs> We've got some major pubage here, my friend. Well, I, full bush. I'll say, this one gets a leg up on. Let's just say Return of the Living Dead because they actually had to cast a mold of Linnea Quigley in Return of the Living Dead because you could see too much in that movie. Uh, and yeah. this one, they let her go all natural. And um, I was fine with it. Well, not in the beginning, right? We, I have a note, so I'm just, we're there. We're talking about it. We, we all noticed the sticker, the cover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the rear oh, end yeah. is now. Is yeah. that a sticker or is it so, is it pantyhose? Like, is there? I've never worn pantyhose. No, so I don't it looks know like it was covered to just <laughs> hide various female parts from falling out of that costume. I think it was you know something you wouldn't <laughs> normally see in a VHS, but here we are. There's a lot of stuff like that in this movie where you're like, I shouldn't be able to see that, but I can. Yeah. Unfortunately, the <laughs> HD era has ruined a lot of old old yeah. horror movies for a lot of us. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, Terminator. Right, about ruined it. For <laughs> the rear projection in that is Arnold's pee -pee. Well, that too. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Arnold's swinging dong is more visible than ever these days, uh, friends. Uh, digital ru ruin aliens for me because you could totally tell everything's painted in the background. Well, Linnea Quigley is funny because she she didn't realize that was her introduction in the movie. And luckily, I didn't bring my parents, and they said, "Who's that butt?" You know. <laughs> <laughs>
I have a feeling most of her movies are like that, though. I'm glad I didn't bring my mom. <laughs> she wasn't worried mom, uh, what mom would think about the... The, <laughs> the nipple and the pubes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in any movie she has done. I'm going to go out on a yeah. limb and say that when she was naked on screen, the furthest thing from her mind was her mother. True. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay, like, I, you know, and I don't know how well first everybody is with Return of the Living Dead, but... Her her um breast reveal in this is pretty much the same way she reveals herself in Return of the Living Dead. It's it's yeah. it's quite an art form yeah. the way she has of showing herself. And originally she was going she turned down the role because she was 26 and didn't want to play a high school kid. Right. Right. She she didn't think she could do it, but everybody was like you're 26 but you look like you're 17. I mean, maybe on VHS. I don't know that. Yeah, I, I don't know that now she looks that age. None of them really do, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. hard 17. <laughs> <laughs> really hard 17. No, 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 no. I hate the doors I walk into. <laughs> it's a revolving Eric door. walks through those doors all the time. All the time. He's used to it. Just magooing my way through life. Magooing is an amazing term. I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> that's good. The last thing I want to bring up as far as production goes is the the uh, the art direction of the of the of the house, the the whole house uh was was that not actually on a hill. Like I said, they had to composite shot that. It was just a, on a street in Los Angeles. And uh but I love the way they dress this house up. I love all of the the lighting, all the lights coming through the boarded windows. I think a lot of the, you know, when we talk about budget, I mean, I think all of the budget is on screen in this movie. I'll go ahead and lay that out there. Um, well, the, the yeah. animation costs probably about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then you had two fifty left, <laughs> so that went to everything else. I don't know, man. I got, I got to say, I think, I think a healthy amount of the budget went into the lighting on this one. Um, not, 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 not more than like what we see on screen. But that was actually something I noticed while I was watching this was. Uh, uh, at this caliber of horror movie, the cinematography, the lighting awesome. is actually really good. Yeah. 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 I, oh, yeah. I love when that happens. When, yeah. when you watch a movie and you're, you're like, okay, you get, you understand pretty quickly what you're, where you're at as far right. as like, you're, you're at this type of horror movie from this era. And then and you're watching it. And you're like, wow, that's actually, that looks good right there. Oh shit. That, that composition of that sh scene is like kind of, yeah rad and and these effects look excellent and damn i love being surprised by things like that yeah i mean on my first watch of this i was i was struck by a lot of what i was seeing in this movie and that's kind of why it left an impression and uh lo and behold you know so whatever how many years later we're doing this podcast i was like man we haven't talked about night of the demons yet i'm i'm anxious to see what everybody's opinion of of night of the demons is so lo and behold here we are uh it was actually shown at man's chinese theater when it was released which Oh, which wow. they were they were awestruck by that because that's where you all the prestigious movies get shown. Yeah. Uh, the actor who plays Stooge actually went and saw it in a theater with with a, a crowd of people and was surprised by the fact that people recognized him when they were walking out of the movie. They're like, hey, that's Stooge. And he, he just couldn't believe it. So it got a warm reception, which, again, also kind of makes me wonder what's going on with the Rotten Tomatoes score uh, of this. But I've never really put a whole mm -hmm. lot of stock into Rotten Tomatoes as it is. So. Take that for what you will, but I think the problem with that is you have a generic or a general opinion yeah. from like people that watch movies, like just 
all yeah. of them, I'd be willing to bet if you consolidate that down into a smaller microcosm of that into just like the horror community, yeah. you'd see a much different rating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is held up pretty high in the horror community because of that. When you shoot, when you film something like you actually care, it'll take yeah. a movie that's a four up to like a seven. And, and yeah. all you got to do is care about the shit that's on screen and it immediately makes it better. Yeah. Oh, and watching all the behind the scenes stuff, apparently everybody had a great time on this. Uh, you know, there were there were complaints about, you know, the makeup would take anywhere between six to 11 hours sometimes. Like there were some people that were in the chair for 11 hours doing makeup. And uh, <laughs> they used this blue, I, I don't remember what they called it, but it was like a blue smoke in all the fog machines uh, for all the smoke that's in this movie, which there's a lot. And the crew yeah. was all like blowing blue boogers out of their nose for probably a good month, <laughs> for a good month after shooting. Oh this. my yeah. God. Dude, that's the kind of shit that would never happen with the regulations that they have yeah. now. Yeah. 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 But uh, that's all I've got for production, so we can go ahead and start moving on to the next segment. Where's the freaking party? Let's just go ahead and get into it. We've already talked about the animation a little bit into the, you know, we've got the dissolve into the car with Stooge, Helen, and Raj driving around, just kind of doing their thing. And instantly what I get from here is Return of the Living Dead, which Brett's not going to know what I'm talking about because he hasn't seen Return of the Living Dead. Well, and Evil Dead, Josh, because we've got young teens going taking a drive out somewhere that's the main thing i was thinking of yeah well i you know because of the punk rock aspect of it that's where i really started to 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 feel feel the return of the living dead aspect of it and then you know on top of that you've got linnea quigley in this what was first was was she in this first or return of the living dead i can't it was return of the living dead was 86 right uh, 85. Since it had been a little while since I'd watched this, I completely forgot about the opening. And my first reaction when they get into this is like, old people abuse? Like, this is not something, you know? Thank you. I felt so bad for this old yeah. man. Every human interaction he has is terrible. And then when he finally runs into uh, Judy, He's mean to her, and I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> and, then, and then you see what he drops on the ground, and you're like, oh, fuck this old yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly. The freaking but apple how, with the damn razor blades. But how many teenagers had to fuck with him to get to, get him to that point? Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's a slippery slope, Brett. Don't start making or, excuses for killers. Hey, hey, everyone's got a story, you know what I mean? But the thing is, is like, yeah, he might have been fucked with that much, but here's where I'm going to fuck Eric up. At the end of the movie, was it really because the kids fucked with him? Or has this guy been a dick that long that what happens at the end of the movie happened to him? Yeah, I mean, it does seem like people wouldn't just treat him shitty if he wasn't shitty to everyone else. That's what I'm saying. Including his own wife. Yeah, Yeah. so. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. His own wife kills without remorse or anything yeah. she's she smiles so glee. glee it's fucking we're, glee. we're not going chronologically oh my god yep see look i've <laughs> fucked it up eric <laughs> no i think this guy's just been a dick like you said his uh whole life to the kids in the neighborhood that's why they were shitty to him and he's like i'm gonna get some payback this year no karma bitch <laughs> yeah well, I mean, I was kind of on board with what you guys were saying, you know, maybe this guy deserves what he's getting. Because, I mean, when Judy comes up and he's like, I don't need your help, you little whore. It's like, oh, my God, dude. I, I'm just surprised this never got on my radar. I, I know you guys make fun of me for not seeing some of these old movies, and this is a great example. I This movie, I really had n- never seen any of it. Nothing. 
I don't remember it. I it was like out of nowhere for me. Uh, and as I put it on, and you start getting these opening scenes, yeah, I'm getting vibes. Uh, you know, uh, Night of the Creeps came to mind just as sort of of like a tonally thing. Let's see. Let's let's talk about how many Night of those do we have? We have Night of the Creeps, Night of the Demons, Night Night of the Comet, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. The intro music, the Casio synth music that totally sounds like when Gunship formed their band, they were like, we really like that <laughs> intro, Night of the Demons. I think we should write, have a band that writes music like that. Because the, this intro music sounds so like a Gunship song nowadays. Well, I, I was thinking Carpenter, you know. Yeah, like yeah I, and Car you know, with a little bit, I have yeah. that in here, with a little bit of Carpenter, which Gunship takes from Carpenter too. But I was like, right. listen to that. I actually rewound it a couple of times and I'm like, Man, it sounds like a gunship song, you know. It's it has that feel, and I was like, I can see where they could pull some inspiration from. Well, this. I mean, I I honestly didn't didn't get gunship vibes off of it, so I don't know where my head was at. Yeah. But I don't even know how many people know who gunship is. But I mean, they're very much influenced by '80s synth horror scores, so it, I can definitely see why you thought that. We leave the old man and we follow Judy uh, back to the house. And, you know, you get a call from Jay on the phone. He want, he doesn't want to go to a, where they're going to a costume party or a, or a ball at school. No, it's a, it's a high school dance. Yeah. School, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a high school yeah. Halloween dance. Yeah. But, yeah. Corny. He, what, yeah. I, what I love about Jay, the shots of Jay here is they show him eating vanilla wafers. And I was like, cause he's a vanilla douchebag. He goes yeah. right back to eating yeah. them when he hangs up too. I'll pick you up in 20. It goes right back for him. And you know, I gotta say Jay was my biggest disappointment because he really like for a bit, part of this movie he's like he's yeah he's vanilla and he's straight laced but he seems like a decent person and then we find out that he's just another buoy in the rape sea that is this movie you're, you're getting into you're getting in you're getting into the you know the, the swapping of the tropes that i'm identifying as i'm watching this movie i'm like jay jay yeah. starts out as like you think jay's gonna be the guy who saves the day and turns out he's the biggest fucking douche of the whole group I yeah. mean, Stooge probably is playing for second there, but he gets his. Actually, everybody gets theirs. Well, even, well, well, even Sal at the beginning of it, too. What do you think I am? Some kind of idiot or what? Sal seems like he's going to be the bad boy that's going to get into all the yeah, shit in this. Yeah, and then you get a flip. And honestly, when we get to Sal later on in this movie, when he when he bites the bullet, I'm like, fuck, dude, we just killed Sal. Like, he was starting to come around and be a decent character. I was... I, well, it's kind of a weak death yeah. too. Like I was expecting him to have a much bigger like death, but it's yeah, like a hero's weak. death. Yeah. And right when he was figuring out how to hold his accent for more than two scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After Billy is snooping on his sister, and there you go. I was going to like, thank dude, you, thank <laughs> you. Hey, did these people uh, move to this town from Alabama because you got <laughs> Billy like talking about his sister's boobs? Wow, bodacious booby, sis. Bodacious. Even mentioned his her bodacious boobs. Bodacious. The fucking ninja turtle. Guys, Halloween, man. Yeah. Halloween. Yep. He's Michael yeah, Myers. Yeah, but Michael Myers is a psycho in that movie. Oh. We're, we're not. You yeah, know. I'm just saying as far as influence, you got obviously Haddonfield. This neighborhood looks like Haddonfield. Oh, dude, I wrote that down. It definitely looks like Haddonfield. And this is how much of a shit he is. When Sal shows up, he offers him a quarter to tell him where the party is. He, he can't be bought for a quarter. You got to give me a dollar, <laughs> motherfucker. I need a dollar for you. This is still sister. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Hold on, guys. Hold on. I, I was looking at some 1988 commercials recently. <laughs> and 
that could get you maybe like a pot of coffee. I, you know, like a dollar's not that bad Please at 1988, start. especially Billy for a not kid. Need coffee here. <laughs> Listen, that's four rounds on. That's four rounds on the on the at the arcade. Yeah, you sure. Know, that's, that's a valid that's, point. I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's maybe a that's maybe a, a few games on the on the air hockey. I don't know. Yeah, you sure. make a good point. Hockey. You make a good point. <laughs> One dollar in 1988 is equivalent to two dollars and fifty four cents. Wow. It's still See? big time moolah. <laughs> he sold out his sister for two dollars <laughs> in change. Two dollars. What are you talking about? He's probably selling his sister's undies to his buddies for five. Oh, for God's so. sake. Mike, thanks for thanks for throwing me under the bus with that. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I had something going there and you fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right well moving on yeah we get sal shows up and i guess uh, like you said they went out on one date or whatever and he thinks he basically is it's his girl or some shit so he's but pissed we don't about know it that too. until later we just it, it, yeah. they make it seem like sal is just this creepy dude coming after judy i go tell that pretty little piece you call your sister that handsome hunk sal is here until i brung my pet snake for her to play with who told the whole the whole the whole school that they hooked up probably him right yeah He's not well, that great of a dude. Well, because that's why Jay's hitting on her. We find that out later. Right. It's because uh, right. Sal, he's probably in the gym going, yeah, me and Judy went out, you know, and I mean, I got the third base on the first time, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So Jay's like, damn, she kind of likes me. I'm going to try to get in on that action and get laid this weekend at the Halloween dance. Jason, party. you sound like you've been a part of something like this before. No, it's it's every '80s teenage movie. <laughs> that's just a high school experience. Yeah, hello. Pretty much. Did you not go to high school? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Try to avoid that. <laughs> he was in prison. <laughs> Look at those tattoos, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we establish everything that Judy Judy doesn't want to go to this party at the at the at the Hull House, which apparently has a reputation uh, in in high school. We don't really know what it is just yet, and that Angela has a reputation. He mentions that Angela is having a party at Hull House, and you know, it, it just kind of sets up the tone for where we're going. She doesn't really want to go to this party, but she's into Jay. Jay's into her, so we're going to go to the party and see what happens. And then we find out later that Jay's just a big douchebag, and we keep cutting. You know, we're intercutting between them and stooge helen and raj driving to find this party as well and stooge is just he's a he is a magnet on screen like as much of a douche as stooge is i think he's absolutely necessary for this movie i think he works in everything that he's doing the the comedic beats that he's hitting like i would miss him if he wasn't in this movie yeah eat a bowl of fuck (laughs) yeah he's genuinely great like he's one of the better characters in this movie. And what's weird about that is like the opening scene, like you immediately think, oh God, like this is our douchebag of this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. And then the characters <laughs> keep getting worse and worse and worse. And, and he gets out douched. Yeah, he gets out douched <laughs> by everybody else that shows up later. Yeah. Well, and it feels like nobody actually wants to go to this fucking party. Like, it feels like, well, they want to go to a party, but nobody wants to be around the individual throwing the damn thing. Not only that, like, the groups don't seem like they like each other. It's like, how did you get here? Yeah, it's like three like three different segments at school. Like, they don't all really hang out with each other, but they know each other. Yeah. I mean, because to me, Angela's character, like that group of people is like the people I hung out with in junior high and high school, the ones that like metal music and dark 
things and stuff like that. And then you had the jocks, which is like Jay and stuff like that. You had the Eric's over here, you know, the douchebags <laughs> drinking Pat's Blue Ribbon and then uh, stuff like that. So, oh, man, God. <laughs> well, I was having a hard time figuring out why Helen hangs out with Roger and Stooge. Did they make that well, clear? That, or did I just Helen miss Helen and Rog. Yeah, that is kind of yeah, weird. Helen and Rog <laughs> seem like they're like very, you know, they're they're not douchebags. Why are they hanging out with this yeah. dude? Like Exactly. <laughs> they are like the ones that probably actually they look like the kids in school that do their homework. Yeah and stuff well, like that like he said roger said my dad yeah, that's why yeah. he's not into all this witchcraft shit he's like my dad's a preacher i don't want nothing to do with this shit you know fan nerds fan nerds <laughs> that actually does that does check out yeah that could work yes. yeah because you you get some cross yeah some some weird crosses with music and and band yeah, yeah. yeah. my yeah, son was, was in the band from someone who was a band nerd for about nine years yeah yeah that's oh, what'd you play What'd you tell play? Him. Tell keep them what going. you played. No, keep going. <laughs> what did you play? Tell them what you played. Tell them. So anyway, so as the movie keeps going, we get was to it the, the triangle. I <laughs> played the xylophone. I played the clarinet. Okay. Hey. Oh, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Thank you. Thank Not you. Not inherently. It's just how he did it. That's what. That's what the problem is. <laughs> Says the guy that held wood between his hands for ten years. But no, what I find interesting is they start talking about the 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 legacy of Hull House, and this uh, you know guy apparently went crazy and mutilated everybody and committed suicide, and it was so messy that they couldn't figure out what. Then how the fuck did they know somebody committed suicide? Well, this is some clunky exposition. Yeah. We've got yeah. some clunky exposition. There's a underground stream that we never see for some reason. Yeah. We only hear it. Water. Yeah. An underground stream. Oh my yeah. god, that bothered me so much. Like you set this thing up and you think <laughs> at the end it's gonna have this big payoff, yeah. and then it never comes into play ever. Wait, wait, again. We're getting to the Doesn't end, and I've got even... things to say about the end, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay. Just so stupid. <laughs> but they, they, they also hint to the fact that Mr. Hull was banging the corpses in this place, too. And rumor has it old man Hull really loved his clientele. I mean in the carnal sense. Yeah, a little necrophilia. Crack open a cold one. Jesus Christ. Fucking sure. That's your fucking tagline right there. Crack open, yeah, a, cold crack open a cold one. There's your title. Hey, how about an orgy? Apparently there was actually a wall in front of the house when they when they shot all of this, but it was very short. So all the shots of this wall had to be blocked to where they couldn't see the end of the wall. So, we, <laughs> Real so that's why they always go to the same little <laughs> section of wall every time they go to the wall. It works. Yeah, it definitely works. I didn't notice it. <laughs> so we've got Jay picking up, you know, Judy and Franny and Max and heading to this party. Well, thank God you two have the Halloween spirit. At least I won't be the only one wearing a costume. Oh, I didn't really wait, wait, what kind of car? I was about to say, I was going to give you your moment to talk about the fucking car. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know what year it is, but it's definitely a uh, uh, probably a 64 and a half to 69 Mustang. Jay, Jay pulled up and I was like, Jason's going to say something about this motherfucking car. Dude, this is my favorite fucking car, dude. <laughs> I love the 60s model Mustang. Man, J Jason, I, I might have said this before. I almost bought a 69 in high school, but it had rust and had no AC, and I lived in South Florida, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was so close. Baby blue, 
It was so pretty. Ooh, but, nice, nice. But I had a Hot Wheel once. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm talking about a car I didn't buy, so. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I, I actually owned a 66 Mustang that I was restoring and had to sell because of a divorce. But Okay, nobody cares. Uh, um, never get divorced, guys. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Hey, I've done it twice. <laughs> oh, once for me. Anyone else got a divorce around here? Got no. Guys? no. Josh has been married oh. for like 700 years. Yep. Brittany, we good? Right. <laughs> We're good. This is another reason why I love Stooge, because he gets a flat tire on the way to trying to find Hull House. And, you know, he always carries a spare, but he can't promise a tire iron. It's like... It's a, I mean, that is a lot to ask. Way, you can't always have The both. way he delivers it, though, man, is great. But I will say... One literally doesn't work without the other. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the kind of person he is man he's fucking punk rock i gotta i gotta spare yeah. but no tire iron oh he likes the dead kennedys he's not carrying right. that around Come hey on. all right this is the thing i want to bring up about this <laughs> whole thing you, you have uh jayden pull up in the mustang and they're playing jokes on they just take off and leave them on the side of the road i mean they're obviously not that far from whole house at this point but the one thing i want to point out and i had to re keep rewinding it uh stooge is holding a flashlight in his head and the way he's holding it, it looks like it says hell awaits yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, Slayer reference in a movie? Well, Fuck yes. Well, when you say that, I'm thinking like, oh, hell awaits them where they're going. Uh, oh, yeah, that too. But I'm thinking so Slayer. Now, oh, oh yeah. The, 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 the thematic element. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The foreshadowing of hell awaits. Yeah. So that makes me want to watch this again to find out what I, what I missed because, I mean, the vanilla thing was the thing that got me the first time. I was like, Jay's vanilla. He's eating vanilla wafers. That's good. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, when Max rolls up and he's like, hey, do you guys need a hand? That is the worst <laughs> shit in the world. If you ever do that to me, just know that I'm seething fucking hating you on the inside, okay? That shit yeah, you guys bothers are, me. You're going to the same place. Yeah. yeah. It's a That's dick true. move. It is. It's a real that, dick that, move. That was a dick. Well, he is the douchebag. So, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm still going to be pissed in five minutes. If we were going five hours, I'd cool off. Yeah, because you look at Stooge. He's this like punk rock, big motherfucker. Do you want to piss this guy off at a exactly. party that you're about to go to? Him and his mag light. <laughs> his mag light. Yes. <laughs> his light that says hello waits. These flashlights are huge in this movie. Yeah, every one of them. They're like said. four feet long. It was the 80s, guys. All they had was D-cell batteries. <laughs> God. 10 D, D batteries yeah. running down the center yeah. of them. They're, they weigh about 55 pounds. So we were, we were yeah. talking about inflation earlier, so I wanted to ask, how much, how, much, uh, how much money's worth of snacks do you think Angela stole from this convenience store? Oh, about $75. In, in the 80s? No, no, I'm talking about now. Oh, now. Well, you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Inflation is a bitch at the grocery store. Back then, that was probably about 25, 30 bucks. Cause she still she was still some bottles of wine, too, I think. But I mean, Mike already gave us the inflation rate, but let's not worry about that. <laughs> but when they show Suzanne's face in a close-up, like she's wearing so much makeup, dude. She looks like she oh, has yeah. a clay face. I just want to look good for the boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that that goes back to what we were saying earlier, though. That's the HD problem yeah. that yeah. You, you just couldn't. Yeah, tell they have like theater the makeup on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. fair to. I mean, I mean, and honestly, back then, uh, when I was watching this movie at fourteen, I was not looking. Yeah, at not that. looking at the yep. makeup. No. 
I was more, I was like the guys behind the counter. But she's, you know, Susanna's completely obsessed with the boys. She wants, she wants to look good for the boys when she gets to this party. Angela's more interested in scaring the shit out of them. Now, <laughs> when we get there and we, we, we find that there's still coffins in the house, which is a creepy element. Like, here's my question. Have they been to this house before? Or was this just a bright idea? And we're like, let's go have a party at Hull House. Cause no, I, I don't think any of them have been here. Yeah, I had not gotten that impression. Yeah, I got the I got the idea that it was more like something like the town knew about. Yeah, it's just sort of an infamous house in town. Yeah. That Max knows everything about. <laughs> he knows everything. Yeah. He's read the book. Yeah, he's telling a story about Indians and stuff when they get get into the house later or whatnot. Set, yeah, settlers <laughs> yeah. and yeah, yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. Do all we kinds find of that lore. at long last he's actually a docent? <laughs> <laughs> And Lord, just the funny thing Lord. is, is the only reason they dress him up like a doctor is so that he can set up, hey, there's water underneath this yeah. house. And then they never use it ever again. Yeah, they're like, yeah. how can we hear water underground? Oh, make him a doctor and use a stethoscope. <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like the couple in Halloween kills and the guy dresses up as a doctor. And the reason they get away is because he had to go back and get his stethoscope. You know, it's one of those clever <laughs> ideas the writers came up with. Is Franny dressed up as a nurse too, or is she supposed to be Peter Pan? She's Peter Pan. Okay, I, think. Yeah. I was. Yeah. yeah, she's Peter Pan. The first glimpse, it looked like she was wearing like, uh, 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 what do you call them? She was wearing scrubs, but scrubs, and looking yeah. at the tights and right, right. the shoes she's wearing, did you guys notice the shoes? <laughs> yeah. No, no I like, did not notice like legit, the shoes. Oh, yeah. They're legit, like elf shoes almost. Yeah. <laughs> Jason was looking at other parts of her anatomy. Uh, yes, of course. That's what I've been looking at since I've watched this movie freaking 30 years ago. <laughs> I don't think he knows we watched a movie. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Ah! We, we finally get everybody in the house. We've got this this odd group of people in the house. You've got Jay and Judy. Jay's just wanting to get Judy upstairs. And we've got the punk rock element. Again, this is where I'm this is where I'm feeling the return of the living dead aspect because you got the punk rockers in there. In the graveyard, uh, you know, again, uh, Leanna, Leanna Quigley, Quigley dancing in the middle. <laughs> you know, Angela, there's already been, Angela has this reputation for being into witchcraft and whatnot, and she decides, let's have, let's have a seance. And then you've also got Suzanne dancing around, showing her assets to everybody in front of the fireplace. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, what's it, Ma is it Max that's kneeled down, sitting there? And he's just... Just what the doctor ordered. I mean, and what's funny is Franny walks over and just talks to him, and like she doesn't even get mad. She's just, I mean, he's literally right here. Like, hello. Yeah, no, why are you shoving your ass in my boyfriend's face? Or, yeah, nothing. You, you <laughs> like pervert, that. stop looking at that. We're nothing. all just really cool like this. And, you know, this is how we party. We just, we do that. There's a lot of stuff like that, though, in this where they're just like, here, steal her car. And everybody's like, yeah, steal her car. It's fine. Look at her ass. Yeah, look at her ass. It's totally Really, fine. if demons wouldn't have shown up, I think there would have been a hell of an orgy going on in this house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. It is that friend group. Yeah. 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 And this is where I start getting the... This is where the Evil Dead references start coming into play for me. Oh, There's yeah. There's a sound in the mm -hmm. basement. You've got the ca the Sam Raimi camera shots, all of that stuff. Yeah, the POV. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I I think this movie would honestly make a good triple bill with Return of the Living Dead and Evil Dead. You know, you know. Speaking of the sounds being speaking be of cool. the sounds being made, does anybody else notice the incredibly annoying echo effect that's on almost everything in this movie? I didn't. Yeah. No. 
No, I didn't either. It's this really, Jason's shaking his head. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, yes. It's it's this, um, they're trying to make it sound like the sound is echoing, but it's this really synthetic echo effect. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like a just, really shitty reverb echo. Like, yeah, it's, it's it, horrible. It just permeates so much well, of this movie. The demon voices, the way they recorded those was with a microphone and the guy saying the, saying the lines into a trash can to get the natural reverb you know, off of it. Get down in there and just, and just do all the dialogue for, no, the voices are fine. It's more of a sound effect kind of thing. Sir, you want to go out? You want to play? <laughs> we said we're at. The party's just getting started. I feel like I'm at a Guar concert. <laughs> Stooge finds a mirror by accident because they need one bigger than, than than Suzanne's compact mirror. They've all got to be able to look in it at the same time. And then, you know, they start doing their little seance and then the glass breaks because Helen freaks out. She sees a vision of a demon and... No, she sees her, her own death. death. Yeah, I love that shot of well, the demon head. she also saw the buck-toothed goat gator. What? <laughs> no, that's her dead head, dude. That's not a demon. That's her dead no, no, body. No, the demon's head first. Oh, yeah. the little demon yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, the buck-toothed goat yeah, gator. Yeah. The goat gator. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That does lead into my favorite shot in this movie, though, where the, the mirror is broken. I was about to say the same yeah. thing. And they're all, all standing over it. Yep. It's a great shot. Dude, I, I'm not even quite sure how they did it. Was that literally just mirror on the well, floor and they all stood in the right spot it, or what? I think so. It looks like they've got pieces of the mirror flipped over to hide where the camera is. And yeah. then if you really look, you can see that like people are standing on boxes or something oh, so that okay. they can get the We've right angle. We've got a cameraman yeah. here. We've got a cameraman here, Brett. How did they do that? <laughs> yeah. I really, I really wasn't gonna say anything because I was like, I don't want to be a pretentious asshole. <laughs> um, Lay it out, bro. No, no um, uh, I'd be, I'd be willing to bet the way they did it was probably with like a mid-range lens, like like 35, 50 millimeters, because that'll allow you to actually pull it in uh, close enough, but also angle it to where it's far back enough. Because the closer the camera is to the, uh, to the glass, the more, uh, more likely you are to get it in the shards of the glass. The camera's probably further back and they'd probably put like a mid to longer lens on it to get it in frame. There you have it guys. And maybe, maybe I'm full of shit. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> hey, listen, it's a creative shot. Yeah. And and clearly it took, we don't know how they did it, which means it it's, they put effort into making that. Oh, and yeah. It's yeah great. They very the, the, clearly yeah. could have just pointed the camera in the room and had the exact same conversation. Mm-hmm. But this goes right. back to what I was saying earlier. When you actually film it like you give a shit, it yeah. just yeah. adds to everything. But you've also got the shot where they're all standing in a circle and you've got the camera panning around to everybody's face. That's another thing they, they kind of take from Evil Dead as well. There's another part in there where Judy is standing slightly behind everybody when they are showing the whole room and she's lit and no one else is kind of, you know, saying that she's going to be the final final girl and all that stuff. There's little things like that all throughout this movie with the lighting and the cinematography that if you know to pay attention to that stuff, you can kind of tell what's going to happen. And I love yeah. shit like that. When we get to this, they've awoken these demons in this house. This is when this movie really takes off and starts hitting some sweet spots for me. Uh, you know, we get the whole sh- the, the, the dolly zoom and all of that that gets up, and then you get Suzanne's possession, uh, demonic invest- infestation, if you will. Uh, apparently, it's a very bad smell when it comes through. It gets very cold, uh, and that's where they have that that circular shot where it's showing everybody's face. Yeah, the uh, it's it's funny because the possession actually the way people get possessed is almost zombie like. Like it, it, there has to be some kind of like contact yeah. or something, whether it's breathing yeah. in, whether it's getting burnt, whatever, whatever it is. 
Um, and that I actually had a theory that uh, they came up with the night of the demons because of that. And the fact that at certain points they actually move like zombies. Oh, yeah, they do. They don't say anything about yeah, sure. at the end of the movie. They just kind of wander. Yeah. yeah, they're sauntering. Yeah. Well, except for Angela, who hovers at times. Yes, yeah, which I love. I love it. She's on a hoverboard. I, I thank you. That is what I thought. I said I love to imagine this being done with a hoverboard, and there's just there's just takes of her on the hallway going. Yeah, I, I love that it's all transferred. You know, you've got Suzanne who's completely changed. She's got this demonic voice in one in one particular aspect of it. She kisses Angela, then you know it's been transferred. It's funny the actress who plays Angela was like, if I knew that I was going to be so popular from kissing Linnea Quigley, I'll kiss her every day. Like she was, she didn't realize how much that would play with people, but she was very excited that people. Oh, it people like that. Yeah, people like that. Yeah, show. they. It's they, they play fruit, with people every day. <laughs> but I do before everybody starts getting possessed. I love this whole monologue that that uh, Angela has about the difference between a possession and a haunting uh, haunted yeah. houses for mm -hmm. people who people who have died and their spirits left in the house. Uh, apparently what we've got going on here is, you know, demons that have only existed in spirit form and they're completely evil. Uh, I think yeah. that's a really good aspect to all of this. I think it it, it plays yeah. into where we're going. And, you know, like I said, this right here is where I'm I'm along for the ride for the rest of this movie. I do think it starts to meander in some in some spots and, and kind of stays on some things too long. But, you know, I'm loving the camera work here. I'm loving the lighting. Uh, when you start getting everybody possessed and the makeup they've got on, it, it's creepy as fuck looking. Her hovering through the well, hallways yep. like. I can only imagine if I saw this movie when I was eight or nine years old on cable or whatever, it was one of those that I just stumbled upon. I think this movie would have freaked me the fuck out, dude. Like there's some good looking shots in this. You have to think deadites here. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, 100%. Yeah. These, they kind of look like deadites. They're not as maniacal as deadites, but they, they, there is like a kind of a sense of humor here yeah. that, you, you know, that, kind of feels evil deadish, a little kind of kookiness you know yeah with a little bit of fright night uh fangs yeah yeah yeah, yeah but it, it's become more of a tense situation now because they don't know what's happening and it's like okay well let's just split up everybody's here to party or fuck so the people who want to fuck are going to go try and find rooms to do it in and yeah, Angela yeah. just hangs around. I love Suzanne's whole thing when she's walking around. You've got Sal trying to get with her, and 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 all these guys are are, are like oogling over her. And she makes her comment about stooge. Maybe I'm in the mood for pork tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. Yeah, he wants the pork, all right. Yeah. I love that whole thing when she goes into the bathroom and we get the the our, our first like change. Yeah transformation yeah. yeah dude that's that's a pretty cool uh look uh what's his name the, our special face guy that goes on to marry her you know yeah he might have played a booze but he's thinking she's attractive with all, all that makeup on her face <laughs> i was like oh God, i don't know if i want to kiss that it's like did they make out when she had that makeup I, on yeah did they hook up with makeup on oh 100 are you fucking kidding me <laughs> absolutely it's a huge reason as to why he started doing special effects in the first place <laughs> i hope so She's like, you want to get with this? You got to get with this when I'm in this makeup. 
He probably made her call him Jay. I think he actually alludes to that in the behind the scenes stuff too. When he starts talking about how they were into each other, I think he says, Oh, she, if she's pretty with all this on, I mean, imagine that, you know, it's one of those kind of things. You have to, you have to think a special effects master or, you know, big, a big time special effects guy would love that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about Jay and how all Jay wants to do is fuck Judy. Okay. Okay. Listen, Jay is trying to seal the deal. She has been hesitant. Okay. You know, this up front throughout the film, she's hesitant and he thinks he's going to seal the deal in this like, yeah. Abandoned, uh, 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 place where they're like embalming bodies. Like she, he thinks she's going to want to hook up in, in on like a stretcher. <laughs> come on. Several people died in here. Doesn't that get you hot? <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> she's pissed off that he didn't wear a costume. You think she's going to want to yeah. fucking hear <laughs> rigor mortis? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> There's something stiff in here besides the dead bodies. <laughs> Well, his whole like wink wink thing to Max and Franny, like, hey, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to right. get with this. And then Max and Franny decide they're gonna they're gonna fuck in a coffin. It's now that's great. funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's uncomfortable too. That's also the funny thing, is it didn't work out. Yeah. It was yeah. a failed experiment. It's like fucking yeah. inside a couch. Oh Max, I don't bend that way. Damn it, this is worse than my brother's V dub. He is the guy that would fuck somebody in the back of a Volkswagen in a very uncomfortable <laughs> position. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that opportunity and not use it. <laughs> no, true. No. true. <laughs> How true. often do you get to? Exactly. Not often. I mean, usually hey. you got to go to a cemetery with a shovel. It's a whole fucking it's ordeal. A whole, it's a God. whole thing. <laughs> Too much work. We're back dig to necrophilia up. again. <laughs> I was going to say, when he fails, he just leaves. Yeah. yeah. He shuts her in the fucking room and leaves her in there locked like she's locked in. And I, he, does he lock her in there on purpose, or is it just an accident? I mean, I, wait, does he lock her? I thought the demons locked her in. Yeah, I don't know who locked it, but no, she couldn't follow. No, he definitely follow. locks her in, for sure. What a dick. Yeah, he's going to go in the other room and, and do it with Suzanne, so he doesn't want Judy walking in on that. He still wants the opportunity to be with Judy, but he wants to do Suzanne, too. Yeah, I, the, the, the embalming room was uh, a failure, so he's going to move on to the bathroom. Yeah. Just... You know, as long as it's Is disgusting. It a bathroom because it looked like a broom closet. <laughs> oh, really? I thought we were in the bathroom where she was from before, but maybe, maybe it not. was. Maybe. But while this is happening with them in the bathroom is when we get Angela's dance scene for Sal. Listen, I love this dance scene, and it starts off shaky. When when she's starting to do some of this stuff, I'm like, this is kind of like almost a little cringy, but then she kicks it into gear. And I got to say, guys, I had to look up the song, Stigmata Martyr. By Bauhaus, yes. Dude, that yeah. is a great song. I, I just put it on my playlist. That shit is amazing. That, watching this again made me want to watch the or buy the vinyl, and I couldn't <laughs> find it because it's all sold out everywhere, of course. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody wants it. I am like vibing to this. Yeah, this dance sequence, yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. I don't good. care what you think, too. Not only that, Angela's hot during this dance scene. I don't care. Man, she's freaking hot. And only in the dance scene. I was gonna yeah. say she's so scary. <laughs> she's so scary. I, I like her no. post burned, but that's just me. You know, yeah. everyone's different. <laughs> I like her when she's a little crispy, you know, like original <laughs> recipe. Yeah, yeah, that shot when she. I just was warming my hands in the fire. That shit's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was badass. Uh, but Sal's got sense enough to know something ain't right here. He's getting out. He's gonna go find somebody to get out of here. And that's when he encounters Suzanne, and he's just like. 
He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Apparently, Sal is a high-class guy, too. I mean, he lives in a house that's got plastic covers on the furniture. Like he, That stuck out to me, too. That's weird for his character, right? It's like, a thing. I immediately... He's Italian. It's a thing. Oh, okay. My family's Italian. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling is. you, this there is, is fucking real. <laughs> I saw that, and I went, yep. <laughs> my, gra- my, my grandmother straight up had fucking plastic slip covers on the couch, and none of us knew why. There's that, but also I think it says something that like maybe his persona is a little put on of yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. of of this sort of whatever persona he's got maybe he comes from less humble beginnings than you might expect yeah yeah maybe maybe he has a Mustang at home he just didn't feel like driving it yeah I mean that's where the right. juxtaposition of a lot of these characters starts to happen like you start to find out that Sal's got a a fairly decent head on his shoulders, and he knows something's not right here. You see that Jay's thinking with his dick and not with his head. Uh, Max and Franny just want to fuck, and that's it. And, and, you know, they seem not bothered by anything that's going on in this house. And I think, honestly, if they would have left them alone, they would have just fucked and left, and that would have been that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And then you got um, Helen and Roger outside. They're leaving. They're, they don't want nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I love that Helen just disappears and Roger's like, well, I'm I'm going to go sleep it off in the car, you know? Dude, yeah, the Roger- payoff of the Helen falling on the car is excellent. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's so yeah. good. And it's great that he thinks it's Stooge, and lo and behold, I mean, and you're right. Okay, so it was her that she saw in the mirror because it, her face looks just like it looks on the windshield right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, she sees that shot in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. I've watched this movie twice and just put that together, so... <laughs> do, do with that what if you it will. makes you feel right. any better i did not know what was going on until in the mirror until i saw her face on the windshield there you go there you go <laughs> and that's cr- i mean that would scare the shit out of you right you see your own death yeah. i mean that is legitimately scary yeah mm-hmm. well yeah. Look, before we get too far ahead because we're right here to the, the most famous scene that there's like when sal finds her she keeps saying something about her face yeah like i'm just trying to make it pretty you know what's wrong with my face and then we get the infamous you know tits out and starts playing with the lipstick and just, I mean, dude, I'll have to give it up for the special effects guy. I yeah. mean, not nowadays because of digital, that shit looks real. Yeah. I mean, you could not tell me that that isn't a real set of boobs. Yeah. And she just pushed a freaking lipstick into her. But nipple. See, the dude. problem is in high def, they look strangely porous. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. And they shiny. Look, they, yes. Yeah. Shiny. They look a little shiny. Well, yes. that's because it was that's because it was gelatin. He didn't want it to look fake. He wanted to try and make it look as real as he could. And yes, it looks good even in HD. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you can tell it's yeah. not real, but it looks pretty great. It holds can, up. Yeah, yeah, you can see where they blended a lot of the makeup and whatnot. But I think it looks pretty realistic compared to some of the other shit we've seen in horror movies. Oh God, definitely. But but can anybody tell me why? Why she puts the lipstick yes. in her nipple? Well, no, remember, but the, but they did the whole thing for no. Videodrome. They were paying homage to it because this see, movie pays homage it, to a lot. It, it almost makes sense. Like, yeah. in yeah. this we'll attempt, case, just for no reason. I will attempt. Okay. She, they're, they're playing with some theme with her that she's obsessed with her looks, right? She's saying, like, don't look at me. She wants her makeup to be perfect. She has some obsession with makeup. That's about as far as it goes. I yeah. mean, it's just, I'm just going to, and and honestly, guys, this is, I, I don't know about you guys, this is one of the craziest shit I've ever seen in a movie before. Yeah. 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 It, it is completely cuckoo. <laughs> and when she, and it goes in, I'm like, oh my God, it went in. And then her finger goes in after it. And oh, then yeah. when she pulls it like, out, you don't see an opening. It literally yeah, like. Everything it, looks fine. There's like no gore it, here. Yeah. It just, it just goes in. That's because it. it- 
That's because it was made of gelatin. The gelatin yeah. actually sealed back up. Yep. My emotional ex escalation for this scene was so profound because it was just like it was confusion because because it does look so realistic. And yeah, so at yeah. first I'm sitting here watching it going like, OK, this is just another reason to put tits on screen. And then she starts like and then and then she starts spiraling. And then I'm like, OK, this is her losing her mind. And then she starts putting it in. And that's where I started going. Oh, 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 <laughs> like it's just it's so in sense and you just you don't see it coming but you spend so long thinking that it's her body it's really jarring because it's all one shot but let's not get it twisted it's also very stupid yeah yeah (laughs) it's brilliant was this the fibonacci spiral I'd like to know if this is a Fibonacci spiral. You guys familiar with this? No. I don't the golden know. ratio? I, yeah. I'm just curious if we have a golden ratio to this uh, nipple uh, thing. You know, but, it might uh, be there when she actually starts to draw on her. Yeah. I think it's yeah, relative yeah. to the I, amount of lipstick still left. They're trying to tell us something here, uh, something very deep. Well, I do want to say uh, when Steve Johnson made this whole thing and wanting, you know, when they were going to shoot it, he was like, you have to shoot this on this day at this time because it's made of gelatin. It's going to fall apart. He's like, if we don't shoot right now, you might as well fucking eat it. And I was like, well, that wouldn't be a bad wow, thing. Right. <laughs> it's just, just sounds like a great business idea. <laughs> Honey, I made torso jello. <laughs> yes. Did you get that at B cup or C cup? <laughs> The lipstick, uh, the lipstick thing was actually it, it compacted too. It was in three different pieces. So mm. when she pushes it, it actually goes in too, and it gets smaller and smaller. And then she actually just pushes like a small little piece in there. So I did that's that that scene that those makeup effects like that's all like what I'm walking away from this movie going. This movie is really fucking good, and I don't think people talk about this movie enough. And I'm no, so not glad, at all. Like, I'm so glad we're I can't believe about I it. haven't heard of this movie till now. <laughs> yeah. And I like horror movies and I I haven't even heard of it. And I, you know, where have I been? But, you know, in regards to all the stuff we're talking about in this, like I was afraid I, I'm kind of glad that we're all sort of vibing on this movie because I was I was afraid Eric being such an Evil Dead fan that you might walk away from this movie going, this movie just, just wants to be off. Evil Dead. Yeah, or or you know, or even Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, um, I think it was the opposite. It, it's I enjoyed it for that reason. I, okay. I well, like. I think the it's self aware enough that it's not. It doesn't yeah. feel like a ripoff. It feels like yeah. it's it's it has its own identity while still paying homage to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. What you said. So let's talk about Jay's death because I fucking love this. That's a good, good. one too. Good. Well, yeah, Fuck because him. you get to see frontal freaking uh, Suzanne. Yeah, that's the, the best part of Jay's death. No, I'm talking about her pushing her fucking thumbs through his eyeballs. I still don't think Jason knows we watched a movie, guys. Right. (laughs) I think he watched a succession of screenshots. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's why his notes are lacking. He didn't watch the whole thing. His notes are lacking. I went went from, okay, fast forward boobs, fast forward boobs, bush, fast forward boobs, fast forward (laughs) ass. (laughs) Yeah, you got the Cliff's notes. But yeah, when she pushes her thumbs into his eyes, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty intense. I mean, it, it, it looks good for a good, nice close-up shot. Like I said, there, this guy knocks it out of the park with the freaking... Yeah, uh, all the gore in this is excellent. Yeah. All, the, actually, all the effects are so good. Yeah, It's actually one of the scenes that got cut short to uh, give it an R rating. Yep. Ah, okay. They have a habit of doing that with those scenes. I oh. just... My, my favorite thing is that the scenes they cut short 
are all violent and that's what gave it an x rating yeah wow yeah, yeah. not the bush or boobs or <laughs> right nothing like that yeah the, the 80s the censoring in the 80s was just something to behold i guess man because they were they were not letting anything slip through the mpaa well in I, mean, the 80s. I mean you you say that but like if you look at movies that are made now and then compare it to a movie like this we don't get mm -hmm. anything like this anymore right yeah it's it. even God, stricter no. now yeah it's even stricter now and in fact i think now you get more violence and, yeah, less and less nudity. nudity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think movies uh, about was like Nymphomaniac, uh, back then, they wouldn't have had any problem with it. Nowadays, it's an X rating or uh, not rated or whatever you want to call it. Unrated. Well, I think there's a lot more going on in Nymphomaniac than Well, just you know sex. what I mean. But, but I think in, in the mid, eight, mid to late 80s, it, it probably would just been R rated. The well, violence. I haven't watched that movie Possession yet, which I understand there's some crazy shit that happens in that one, which I'm anxious to find out what that Ooh, is. Oh, I started but... that, dude. I started it. I'm a, I'm like a third of the way through it. It's weird. Now it's definitely going to go up my watch list. Stooge has been possessed because he's got uh, demon herpes from Angela. <laughs> and ripped out his tongue. Uh, now, no, we can't tell I mean... I want to talk about that though, dude. Like when when she's like, "Oh, kiss me, Stooge," and then she just fucking bites his tongue off. Oh yeah! Like holy shit, dude! I wasn't expecting that the first time I watched this. Yeah. And the only thing missing from that scene is when she spits it out. I wish we had seen it like skip yes. across the floor. Yeah. Yes. Like, See, so you would get that nowadays, thanks to Terrifier. You would yeah. get stuff like that nowadays. Yeah. But, you know, this is where we start to see Angela's uh, demonic makeup and whatnot. I, I think whenever everybody starts changing into demons, uh, well, when Angela, Suzanne, and, and Stooge start changing into demons, they all look really great. I think they kind of lacked on the makeup with, like, Franny and Max, but we don't see them very much. Well, they just kind of more like zombies yeah. more than demons. Jay's, yeah. Jay's makeup looks good when he's got his eyes po popped out. Oh, That yeah. looks really good. Yeah, some um, some have more than others. Yeah, yeah, because uh, what's his name? The yeah, the dude dressed up like a doctor looks like he barely changed at all. Yeah, like, right. There's a shot yes. of him later, and you can't even really tell. But he got his arm ripped off. Stooge <laughs> fucking <laughs> slams his arm in that coffin. Dude. Well, same with Sal. Sal's kind of underdone yeah. as well. He just has yeah, a he's fence got a, post. Yeah, he's got a fence post. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, he ends up I... pulling out. So after that, it's not even yeah. that. But that's what I wanted to talk about is when Stooge becomes a demon and he kills Max and he walks up and takes what's her name? Franny's head just quick yeah. death. Was kind of, it was kind of not really great. And then he likes like you said, keeps slamming uh Max's arm in there to cut it off. One of the special effects things I like in this movie is later when Judy walks in there, that arm jumping off the floor and grabbing uh, dude, that looks yeah. really good. Yeah, the dead eyed arm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like it's like grabs hey. her and holding on to the ankle. They're Maybe it's just because yeah, it's creepy. fresh, but it made me think of house as well, Josh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The um the again, the HD transfer, you can straight up see the string. Oh, oh <laughs> I watched it on like standard definition, paid for it on Amazon Prime. So <laughs> I was like, you can't see the strings. But we get Sal, Sal, you know, Rod, you know, Roger's been outside. He he ain't playing this shit no more. He's trying to find somebody. He can't get out. Like, they're stuck here. This yeah, wall, the gate's the, gone. The, the gate has disappeared. Uh, so Roger's back in the house. Sal finds Rog, and they're both just like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of this place. And then we get Judy out of her room. You know, I think that's a good little thing. Like, you think 
it could be a demon playing with them. And then she actually comes out of the room when Sal opens yeah. the door. Um, but this is where like Sal starts to come around and I'm actually kind of rooting for Sal a little bit when he's, when he's teamed up with Raj, but this is where I really like, this is what makes me hate Judy as the protagonist in this movie. She, she does nothing but scream throughout the entire rest of this movie. Her, her, her acting is, is just not, not where it needs to be compared to everybody else's in this. Well, she doesn't scream, dude. At one point she becomes freaking, uh, Ripley in the basement. Oh, oh, with the flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, she becomes yeah, freaking yeah, Ripley. But, down yeah, there. and that's yeah. fine. But but she does scream a lot, and they don't yeah. give her a ton to do. Uh, you know, lines wise, she doesn't have a lot of great lines or any cool well, you know, moments. Can right, we talk like, about how there's an active gas line still in this building? <laughs> yeah, right. this this whole like the utilities are on. Right. <laughs> There's Somebody no paid running. that bill. The fucking county shut that shit off. I was off. gonna say I miss a week and they shut my shit off, dude. This dude, been it was abandoned for decades. It was just on auto deduction, auto pay for months on end, <laughs> hundreds of months through Telegram because it's 1988. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Roger and Judy have to end up back in the house, of course, because they can't escape the the, the outside after after Sal dies. Angela and Stooge are coming after them. Uh, I love all these shots of Stooge and Angela in the house, going through the hallways, them in their in, yeah. in their makeup. It's all oh, it really good. fucking creepy looking and floating and, Angela. Well, yeah. and just running yeah. through this running through this haunted house is fun. Like I, yeah. I just love like the it's kind of a single location and. You get, you know, yeah, you get these sort of like cat and mouse stuff. I enjoy that. So I, yeah, I sure. missed that. Maybe you said this earlier. Did they actually film this in a real house or is this a soundstage? Did it, they did? It's a real house because they used it in part two also. Well, okay. the, the oven area, like the the, the cremation area. The I don't crematorium? Know that, yeah, I don't know if that's part of the house. I don't, I don't know that, either. That, that, that might be a set. I'm not that'd sure. Be, that'd be a real, real convenient coincidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, this house has a crematorium in the basement. It's perfect. But Jason, you take it. Jason, you say she goes all Ripley here. Like, I, I don't know. This is this is the part of the movie that I'm just like cringing at the most is when she pulls this pipe out, lights the oh. gas. But, but. The fire stunt, like when she, when she lights Stooge and Angela on fire, that shit is awesome. Yeah, yeah. we've got people on fire, baby. I like Damn it. Damn right. No CGI flames here. We got people on fire. Dude, I, I've been on such a kick. I've mentioned it a couple of times, but I'm on such a kick watching these old movies. When I see like a bridge blow up and a bunch of horses fall into a river, holy fuck, it's insane. <laughs> if I see like a car accident... Well, I know which part of Braveheart you liked the most. <laughs> no, seriously. When when I see like a car accident and it's just real, two real like stainless cars. steel cars driving into each other, you know, Mad Max style. Fuck stainless yeah, that's steel. Awesome. What are you watching? DeLoreans run into each other. I'm talking about like old the cars were steel, <laughs> not plastic, and you know. Yeah. I I just I love it, man. And, and it's like that uh, car crash in Shivers. Remember when that that car oh, T-bones yeah. them in Shivers and the yeah. fucking windshield yeah. pops out? Excellent. Like that shit, yeah, it looks real. It, it and is it's so real small compared to like what a, a car crash in John Wick would be nowadays. Yeah. Which again, you have to credit John Wick for doing some great practical stuff as well. But I'm just saying, like, even a small accident in an old movie feels more visceral than a lot of like huge. Yeah set pieces that we see now so i i and i'm just at a point now 
in my movie watching where I just love anything that feels real. So you light somebody on fire, I'm going to enjoy it. Two people on fire, even better. You know, taken out of context, that is an interesting statement. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm when I'm running for office, when I'm running for public office, that will be played in some kind of smear campaign, I'm sure. You're not going to reach into a crematorium with freaking galvanized pipe and just pull that shit out and start pulling it across the room. Yeah, that shit ain't fucking happening. Yeah, what is the, the Pineapple Hulk? Express version of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah it is funny that there's all this extra pipe that you can just pull out of. Yeah, yeah. Just pull on out of it. Because they didn't have flexible hoses at that point in time. I mean, if you did, it might have been going to your heater. But not for a crematorium. This shit's piped in with holes cut in it to you know have a burner. Yeah, yeah you're not just right. pulling pipe across the room. Isn't she holding the metal pipe with her bare hand? With yeah. her bare hand. But but the, but the fire is burning at the end. It's actually not burning yeah. in the pipe. Which is why it stays lit whenever it stops. Yeah. yeah. That's the cringiest part of this whole thing for me is when she's like, turn the valve, Raj, turn the valve. I just fucking hate her in this if scene. If you I'm notice, like, he's turning it the wrong way, too. Like, if you really look at it. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking Raj, lefty, dude. lefty Lucy, buddy. Uh-huh. He's turning it the coward's direction. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, like we said, Raj is smart, but this is when he becomes a whiny bitch. Is like all through this part right here. Mm-hmm. He's like, my daddy taught me to pray. I didn't pray. And then he's in the corner crying while you got the the main character of this movie who can't act and has sucky ass dialogue trying to be, you know, Ripley here. And then she goes back to being horrible again. And then he becomes badass again for a little bit. I don't know if Raj so much decides he's going to be a hero he just decides you know they're not he says to himself they ain't gonna get me and he just is fucking out dude i think it's out of the goodness of his heart that he's helping judy over this wall you know (laughs) he's just like i gotta get the fuck out of here you won't get me yeah his entire character arc is leave yeah (laughs) which is you know because he's probably watched horror movies and he's like fuck these white people i'm out of here (laughs) But I mean, but then again, like I said, we get outside and he's helping out. Like he said, he does kind of become a badass. When you go to climb up that fucking wall with barbed wire, yeah, he yeah, fucking but- mans up. He's like, I'm going up this damn thing. And then he even, well, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I mean, damn, grabbing a hold of a barbed wire and just pulling yourself up a fucking 10, 12 foot wall. Yeah, I mean, she I does think, it too. Yeah. Manning up would but, have been make sure that she gets over the wall first. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. But he's smart because he, that's the other thing I never thought of is like, well, he could have picked her up and put her on top of the wall, but she wouldn't have been able to pull him up. Oh, that's true. But then again, he used that barbed wire to pull himself out. Yeah. 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 He climbed out without help. Yeah. I do want to go back and talk about when 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 Judy sees Jay and his eyes are popped out and then you've got Angela in the room and she's like, what's the matter? Don't you like your bloody dead? <laughs> that was, yeah, that yeah. was my favorite one. That was when that was when I was like the cheesy lines in this movie absolutely work. Yeah, when there I was are doing, some great lines. There really yeah, are. When I was doing my notes, most of my notes were just quotes. I was like <laughs> writing the quote and putting the person's name by, and that's most of the, my notes for the first go around. Where are you going? The party's just begun. I think them escaping and everybody kind of coming to try and get them at the end is is dull. I I don't think I don't weak, think it's weak writing. Yeah, it's I a mean, little like let's wrap the movie up now. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And honestly, this this watching it this time around and forgetting about the bookend aspect of it, I was like, are they really going to end it like this? Because this is really going to bring this movie down for me. But luckily, luckily, we still have our bookend ending that we get to. 
<laughs> and naturally, if you swallow, if you swallow a razor, it will shoot out your neck. As we all know, yeah, you're not going to notice it while you're chewing. That's it goes all what the way down. I was going to say. <laughs> Can we talk about how Roger got back up on the wall without? That's the other thing. How does he jump back side? up? We have not seen the outside of the wall. Yeah, so fortunately, there's a ladder on the other side. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I really did think that we would end up in maybe a basement. Some kind of sub level or sub level the water would... below the property. Right. That's what I'm saying. We'd end up maybe escaping out of the sewers and yes. come across that water. The worst part of this movie, it drives me insane. Why set up the water if you're not gonna use it? Well, he had the stethoscope. If he's got the stethoscope, he's gotta listen to something. It's not gonna be a heartbeat. What came first? The stethoscope or the underground stream? That's what I want to know. Na na naturally or thematically? In, in the script. I thought the story was going to go somewhere where, like, it was a moat that was around this place at one point in time that they had to right. build over or something. But no, they just throw all that to the wayside. Just really go off the rails on the river sticks. What I want to know is why do all the demons turn to smoke? And, like, what caused... Like, it doesn't because make any sense. Hell Night is over. Night of the Demons is over. That's Yeah. And they can only live on that on Halloween night for the night. Because Halloween is their vacation and the funeral home's their Airbnb. You yeah. have to check out at some point. I, I would accept that at the end of this movie if they showed the sun rising as this was happening. But no, all of this happens and then they cut to sun rising. It's like they could have like they could have played in where they they mushed those shots together so it made a little more sense. Well, maybe that's what it is. They knew that the, the AM has now started and the sun is starting to rise and their night's over. Yeah, Do so, we like the design of the demon? No. I, I, I don't just, think it looks bad. I, loved it. I, I didn't loved like it. it. It's just not very scary, I think. You know, it's it's interesting, but it's just not very scary. Not, you know. Well, if I learned anything from watching The Unholy, it's really difficult to make puppets look scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's well, true. I mean, it, it it made me think of uh in the mouth of madness the the, oh, the monsters from that yeah, yeah. where you know there a lot of them were very you know kind of varied and they were kind of you know they're interesting looking they, but they don't they're not really scary when you see them they don't they cut, fall a little flat for me it's weird they explode like they're vampires at the yeah. end of this yeah yeah <laughs> and and hence again the blue smoke the blue smoke that got in yeah. everybody's nose um, but you know, we've got our final girl and Raj, Raj, the, the black man who lives in a horror movie. Like, yes. I was so happy to see that he lived in this too. And I forgot yeah. that it happened. Um, but then they've got their walk of shame. I, I'm calling it the, on the way back home. And you've got the old man out on his lawn. Rotten pig trash. This, this guy <laughs> deserves to die <laughs> yes. with a razor blade in his throat. <laughs> I, I almost gave my MVP of the movie to the old lady at the end for killing that old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There is something about this guy that really just reminds me of Richard Nixon. And I'm not sure <laughs> what it is. I'm not a crook. <laughs> It's the attitude towards other people. It's like, <laughs> I'm putting razor blades in my apples. Happy Halloween, dear. It's a great little bookend ending to this for me. Like if this wouldn't have been there, the ending would have the ending would have brought the movie down. But I yeah, love but that bookend has, so much that it's like pie for breakfast. 
Well, well she, she's an old lady. She wanted to cook him some apple pie, but she also knew that he put razor blades in the apple. She knew that. She probably dumped the extra package <laughs> in it. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was going to be one of those situations where she didn't realize that the apples had razor blades in them, and she made it just out of Me her good, out of the good of her heart. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that she did it in cold blood, I was like, "Fuck yeah, Grandma! I love you." <laughs> I expected the grandma to maybe be demonic, like possessed. Oh, you know, to just kind of fit with the movie, like to make maybe the evil escaped somehow (laughs) and got into old lady grandma. No, instead, it's a lady we've never seen before ever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's just fucking crazy. Yeah. (laughs) We also just watched a demon blood orgy, so I think maybe we can let this one. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Scene though, the the effects are super cool when they start coming out of his neck. Yeah. yeah, I think it would have been better if it was uh, Suzanne ripping out of the old lady's body and she's just <laughs> nude. That would have been great. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and she's nude. And she's nude. And she's nude. And she sh- shoots cosmetics out of her nipples. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least she doesn't have to carry a purse. You know, she can just yes. carry everything she, uh, right there in, <laughs> in the nips. Hey, dude, she's an Avon sales lady. Hey, would yeah. you like to try our new shade of pink lipstick? Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. We don't take this cover. Oh, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, where are my keys? Right or left? Where are my keys? Uh. They don't call them fun bags for no reason, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's Night of the Demons, guys. I mean, we've we've gone over the majority of it. Uh, let, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about our final thoughts on Night of the Demons, and let's give it a score from one to one hundred. How about we do that? Okay, I'll start first. I like this movie a lot, dude. Like it's it's becoming like one of my favorites that I'm gonna start putting in regular rotation. I mean, like I said earlier, I feel like if I'd have watched this as a kid. It probably would have freaked me out, but it would have been one of those that left an impression on me, and I would have continued to go back to it and watched it. I think one reason I resonate with this movie so much is because a lot of it kind of looks like that third act of Michael Jackson's thriller, which I I love Michael Jackson thriller. It's got that same sort of like the light shining through the creepy house, the zombies coming after them. Like I think that's why I really like the way all that stuff is shot and set up, um, and and just the atmosphere we've got here. Uh, it, Everybody looks creepy as fuck when they start turning into demons. You know, you've got some bad here. Judy, I really don't like Judy in this. I don't think she's a very good protagonist. I don't, her screaming is like nails on a chalkboard for me. Um, And then the, uh, you know, the meandering in certain scenes where it's kind of slow going through the hallways here and there. And uh, the escape from the house at the end just sort of brings it down a little bit. But like I said, the bookend, the bookend of the, the old man saves it saves the day for this movie for me and it keeps keeps that score up so uh we'll go ahead and throw it over to uh mike mike what are your thoughts on night of the demon yeah for me i think this is a lot more fun than it has any real reason to be um the effects are great the cinematography i think makes this way better than it than it really realistically probably is um judy is a pretty terrible protagonist for sure but i think that the the fact that we have so many people in this movie pretty much saves it. And I love the idea that demons are spreading or multiplying or whatever it is that they're doing. I don't know if that's one demon multiplying, if it's multiple demons taking over multiple people. I don't know, but I don't give a shit. I I love it. The effects are amazing. It's so much fun. I think that's the thing that this movie does that most other, especially late horror movies like this miss. They're not fun. And this is just a ton of fun. I know that IMDb has it labeled as like a horror comedy. I don't know if I'd go that far, um, but it definitely has the same kind of sensibilities as an evil dead where it's, 
it you know it takes itself seriously but it's also very self-aware of what it is and so for me i absolutely love this this is something i watch at least once a year in fact the notes that i've been looking at throughout this whole thing i was working on a solo review right around halloween for this <laughs> but never got around to it and so i pulled i pulled out the notes while i was re-watching this and i was like this is exactly how i feel i can just re-watch this movie and not even take notes on it so this is something i really really enjoy and it is something that most people that are not super obsessed with horror i think no exist and that's that's a real fucking shame yeah so. brett how about you first watch what'd you think of this one i uh i was hyper hyper reluctant going into this one um i am i am a horror fan but i would say of the five of us i am the least biggest horror fan um, it's not that I don't like horror. I just don't go out of my way to watch a ton of it unless it's spiritual horror. And so that's why I went into this with reluctance instead of negativity, because this is very much a spiritual supernatural horror film. And um, as we kind of got into it, I was like, okay, this is fun. This is clearly not taking itself too seriously and generally movies like this that i watch the ones that i enjoy the most are the ones that don't take themselves too seriously and as i said earlier this is a movie that knows exactly what it is and it invested time money and effort into all the correct areas literally all the correct areas it doesn't give a shit about the dialogue because it knows the viewers don't give a shit about the dialogue it doesn't care about the actors because it knows none of us give a shit about the actors <laughs> you go into a movie like this for special effects and then we get a little cherry on top with actually good camera work and lighting and that's what it does really really well and so overall i was pleasantly surprised by this movie and this is actually one i'm probably going to watch on halloween yearly because it does have that theme to it while having a rewatchable ability yeah yeah it, it's positives definitely make up for its negatives i'll say yep. that um eric again first time watch for you 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 feel the yeah same? i i think i i'm gonna just kind of echo what's been said i it surprised me as well uh, as I started watching, I'm like, I kind of like the the tone here. Um, like you said, it's fun. Uh, and yeah, I had fun with it. And the effects are great. Uh, it takes some influence from movies we really like and in a good way. And uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I and I and I love that it's a, another great ha Halloween themed movie uh, to watch in October. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Jason, I mean, I know this is a rewatch for you, but do you feel any differently about it now, or is it still kind of around the same line? Uh, it's always been a good movie to me to watch. Uh, it's I don't hold it high in my horror loving of movies. Uh, it's still a decent, just a cool, like, hey, uh, Night of the Demons is on, we'll watch. Like, I did watch it this past Halloween. I think it popped up. It was on every streaming network because it's Halloween, and anything Halloween-related is going to be on. Uh I always liked the movie because of the special effects. Of course, you know, fake boobs are great and all the nudity. It hits all the tropes of 80s movie when you're a teenager. <laughs> nudity and sex and you're going to die. And then we get then we get all this homage stuff that later you realize you got some evil dead. You got some return of the living dead. Uh, There's all kinds of stuff through this whole movie. Like Halloween, like Eric's out throwing like trick or treat in there. Hey, you got to think about that, too. Well, um, that came later, obviously. But yeah, man, later. Yeah. Um, like I said, like the whole severed arm effect in there, uh, Suzanne's torso thing, lipstick thing, the, the demon's makeup, 
everything was fantastic in this. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask anybody, does anybody know what Sal's last name was? Romero. Romero. Oh. On the tombstone in the uh, cemetery, and they oh. said that was a nod to George. I do want uh, to say I love that the tombstone says "Died tonight." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you You're go. gonna have to update that tombstone to yesterday, tomorrow. But that's yeah. But uh, yeah, those are things. I mean, in the and the, then the bads. You know, there's some parts in here. There's a a shot of Judy falling in slow motion. Didn't need that. Oh, I actually liked that. Oh, I loved it too. It felt very vertigo to me. Yeah, I just, eh, I didn't like that. And then, of course, her acting. Uh, there a lot, some of the acting in this movie, but mainly Judy, not a great actress at all for this movie. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely still a fun watch. I mean, been watching it for years, but it's not one I go to regularly. So. Gotcha. Definitely. I mean, that's like I am. I watch more horror movies than I do anything, so it's hard to praise it when there's still so many better horror movies in front of it so i think that's interesting too i think i I think it's interesting how the the viewing experience can be affected depending on how into horror you really are oh yeah it can be and how many times you've watched it did you watch this when you were 12 or 13 or did you watch this like eric when you're you know 40 i watched it five hours ago or or five hours ago you know (laughs) Yeah. It's it does have a different effect because you've seen it so many things and then there's been so many other movies that have come after it. Well, that I just, just kind of keep knocking it down on the level. Like I've mentioned, you know, since watching it this time and knowing how I feel about it now, like I can only imagine how I would have felt about it as a kid. I think I would have a, a much bigger appreciation for this movie if I saw oh, it. Oh, you would have had a much young. bigger appreciation of it at about 14 years old. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Much bigger <laughs> appreciation. Can right. confirm. Damn dirty socks everywhere, Josh. <laughs> All right, well, everybody, let's uh, from from one to a hundred. What would you score this movie? Write it on your boards. We're going to show it. What's your score going to be for Night of the Demons? All right, your score from one to one hundred. One, two, or three, two, one. Throw them up. Wow, thirty-one, mm-hmm. eighty-three, eighty, sixty-five. I'm going seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, 31? Really? That's low, man. That is low. 31. That is very low. Fuck. Not to me. Hey, dude, we've done some movies in here where I thought you guys are going to go high, and y'all went well, low, and those are movies y'all like. So I, I, was I like, honestly, I wanted to go higher, but I'm trying to think of like movies I would put ahead of this, and it kind of like bumped it well, down a little bit. Well, that's so. what I was saying as being somebody who, I mean, 80% of the movies I watch are horror related it's hard to put this ahead of a lot of other movies that are better, but would still to me be maybe a 50 or 60. So I'm, I'm pretty critical. I'm, I'm just curious when you're rating something, are you thinking of this movie compared to other movies when you're giving it a number? No, I'm comparing it to my enjoyment of okay. all my horror movies. I, I go like, okay. okay. Of all the horror, like I can tell you this, there's only one movie that will get 100 and that's Halloween. That's it. So that's I thought all. I was going to say Casablanca. No, <laughs> Halloween, 1978. That's the only movie that will get 100. So you start there, and then you look at Night of Demons. To me, yeah, it's going to be way down. I don't 31. Know. <laughs> 31. <laughs> that's a little low, if you ask me. But hey, hey I'm not. Hey, just... but not only that, it's hey, it, the movie's on Halloween. So 31. I think. I... <laughs> I think he did that because he's been all about the boobs and the sex, and that rating is 69 below 100. 
Yes. Well, I, look, I put bo- boobs on the board. Boobs. Yep. Nice. Yep. Great. I think his real score was 69 and he didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> All right, everybody. That's going to do it for our discussion for about Night of the Demons. Let us know in the comments below what you think about Night of the Demons. Do you think it's uh, rated too low? you think it should be rated higher? What do you think of our scores? What would you score it? All that good stuff. We want to talk with you in the comments below. I'd like to thank Brett and Mike for joining us this week. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for having us. You can catch them on YouTube at From the Deep. That's their channel, From the Deep. Uh, I'll leave a link in the description box below. Uh, You can check out what they've been doing. They've got reviews of The Menu, Violent Night, Scream 6, all kinds of stuff up there. So please, if you like our show, I guarantee you, you will like their show. So go over, check those guys out. That's going to do it for us. Again, head over to redbubble.com, pick up some VHS Files merch. It helps us keep this show going. Visit our friends over at Cavity Colors. Get some horror merch over there. You can get 10% off with the code VHS Files Podcast at the link in the description box below. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Had a great time talking about Night of the Demons. I want to thank everyone for liking, subscribing. Hit that notification bell so you can come back next time when we're talking about something. Until then, be kind. You guys say rewind. Rewind! Rewind.